Hello and welcome to the My Bun Hurt Oven podcast. This is episode 22. Ooh. You do that every time. Do what? <laughs> I'm easily excitable. Are you? What do you mean? Like a little puppy. All right, okay. Um, episode 22, we just thought we'd jump on because we only ever, we only ever come round and we've got stuff to say. Yeah, yeah, we just need some, need the stimulus of shit happening with the clinic, don't we? We'll kind of go off grid, fail, and then, then we just kind of go AWOL, don't we? We don't really have anything to say. But, we are not pregnant. Still not pregnant. (laughs) That'll be episode 23. That'll be a fucking miracle, that's what that'll be. Um, I think... (laughs) <laughs> I think that's that a bit too far. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we are day two of our fourth and final cycle. Yeah, and you keep calling me big man. Big man. Because I'm bloated. You're a big man. <laughs> it's now a good time to mention that you cried the other day. I just It's not a podcast about reasons that Chrissy cries. Well, beyond, there's no amount of podcasts in the world that will cover that. Do you want to tell them why you cried? I don't actually know. Because I said that you asked your arse was fat oh so i bought a present for someone and then sat on it and broke it and then i said <laughs> it's because of your fat ass and then there was tears but I, I meant it like fat ph fat ph no oh god you're far too gangster to be a primary I know, school teacher I know, what can i say <laughs> i grew up in the mean streets of south shields yeah but going back to the the random ivf related name calling Obviously, we've, after we've just started, we're doing another damn regulation cycle, aren't we? So long, I've started, long Yeah, I've started the Bucerelin and Tori makes like, Jurassic Park style boom, boom, boom every time I walk around the house. Cycle or no cycle, you are bloated. a fucking baby elephant. I know my mum will tell you this. Our ballerina, I am not. Like, you have to hold on to, like, ornaments and stuff when you walk past because they start to shake and shudder. Oh no, I'm a delicate little flower. You're anything but a delicate little flower. <laughs> I'm sat with me dressing gown hood up on because I've got an absolutely banging headache off this stupid Bucerelin. Two days and she's already whinging. Oh no, the first two days or two or three days are the hardest, I think, and then it just kind of gets used to... Okay. <laughs> you go on no comment. I'll, I'll, I'm going to go on no comment because I'll just get myself in trouble. Yeah, we'll talk about the meds in a second, but we were in Asda earlier and had the big... Well, our supermarkets are available. <laughs> in case Morrison's wants us once yeah, a week. in case we get sued. All right, okay. Think you know, because all the big companies listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and had the big list of medication and had, like, the pharmacist was, like, looking and I went, e, it's like, you're choosing what you want to be shot with. Because the thought of a big hormonal mess, Chrissy again, you're like, oh, God, not yeah, again. I'm not sure I can do it. So what's going on then? What's going on in our world at the minute? Like IVF wise, IVF wise. So we just started Bucerelin for cycle four, haven't we? We've got one embryo left. This is the final. It's the final transfer, isn't it? Doo-loo, doo. <laughs> I think, yeah. So in America, you can choose your transfer music, and I think that might be what we. If you just get a boombox and come into the transfer, in America, with that, you can choose your, your transfer music. To be fair, in like so, just you know, the preparing for your embryo transfer articles that say right. like you need different things. Um, some of them saying prepare your music. I think if we ask nice enough, so you could have a bit of private healthcare, darling. They brought a tea trolley in after your egg retrieval. I think we could. I'll be, I'll be like, it's two grand for put. Like, I'll, I'll be having. A, I'll have a Spotify playlist named after his love. Really? Yeah. What would you choose? You'd have something gangster, probably like Mister Boombastic by Shaggy. 
just because I'd want to see the consultant like awkwardly walk up with his like with his javelin and then they call me Mr. Bombastic. Yeah, it was funny enough trying to watch him like awkwardly wave to you at FaceTime on when you transferred to when you were sat in the car outside because he in one hand waving the other. I know maybe that's what maybe that's what he did wrong. Maybe he used the wrong hand. Yeah, he put the wrong one up and waved the embryo on at the floor. It wouldn't be in the needle anymore, would it? It'd no, be... it wouldn't. <laughs> so anyway, digressing. Um, we're seeing babies everywhere at the minute, aren't we? God, it's like when you buy a car and that's the only car that you see everywhere. What do you call that? Cognitive dissonance. That's the one. It's a big where word. You just, I just, you I just like see everything. I'm glad you asked because I do know the answer. Where you just see everything everywhere. Like babies all the time. Babies and pregnant people. Bum. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Take your baby and fuck off. <laughs> oh, 24 degrees. I bet you're really fucking uncomfortable with your big swollen ankles. Fuck off. Your mess. But you, but you didn't even plan it <laughs> with your free sperm. I know everyone says like you shouldn't kind of take that happiness or you shouldn't, what is it, you shouldn't take that happiness away from other people. But I just, I don't have any happiness for other people. We're bitter and we're haggard. Four cycles in, we were all happy in the first one. We really now were, we're we? fucked off. It's just, it's getting, it's getting a bit much now, isn't it? It's getting over a little yeah. bit in case you haven't realised. We're working out, we're, we're judging things now and what we could have bought. We went to have a look at a caravan the other day just to like reminisce, took your granddad down to where he used to have a... We're not travelling women, we're just, just fancied a caravan, didn't we? Just Oh yeah, just for like, a, but we were like, we could have bought that, cat, that cash. <laughs> it's not quite, we haven't quite spent that much yet. That's how much it feels. Um, Medication-wise, we had a quite, like, quite a nice little um, saving. Didn't we today? Private prescription, yeah. I feel like a bit like Martin Lewis. So, <laughs> obviously, this is probably not kind of news for, for most people, but private prescriptions are the way to go. And it's not something that's, if you pay it privately, that is kind of advertised by your clinic for obvious reasons. But do we save half? Yeah, so we tried in cycle three and a f- well-known pharmacy... Boots. <laughs> ..that rhymes with schmoots. Um, they fucked up the quantities didn't they so they were like oh it's really cheap so we were like yeah please order and then they were like right so that's not the price for that's just the price per mm. so by the time it was like we could have i had to go and collect it whereas it was what do you, what you want it rolling up like an amazon delivery at the front door that's what the private one had that's <laughs> they come and unpack it in the fridge darling yeah but i think well quote i don't like talking money and it's not all about money but like, obviously, with something like this, when you're just wasting money left, right and centre, it is, it's, it's a big factor, isn't it, really? Yeah, and money's about, it's about choice. Uh-huh. So, it's not necessarily the money. Like, if money wasn't a factor, we could have more rolls of the dice, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, yeah. the saving is about how, how can we use that in a different way to make, to improve our chances. Yeah, and it's not, because I don't want to, you know, make it sound like we're banging on about money, because that's not what I'm about at all. Um but I think we were quoted £600 for the medication for this cycle and we managed to get it for £300 at Asda, is that right? Yeah, it was, it was almost half so price. So if you're not getting private prescriptions, ladies and gents, get yourselves to Asda because that was a, a massive saving, wasn't it? We were expecting it to be just a couple of pounds cheaper, really. But Yeah, and it depended on your clinic. Some clinics charge for a private prescription, but with a 300 quid saving, private prescriptions, like 50 quid, so even with that factored in... With our clinic, we aren't charged because it's a frozen cycle. Yeah, But I believe if it's a fresh cycle, you it's are. 50 quid. But like you say, it's it's worth the saving. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a Martin Lewis um, supermarket. What is it? Money saving expert there. Yeah. We do feel like the whole of South Shields now knows our business... 
Because you have to stand at the counter, don't you? Being like, I've got mm-hmm. Lumion. And then come, it comes out with all the different types of needles and then it's just... Yeah. yeah, but we had that thing, so we were sitting, we're talking to the pharmacist, and then she went, I had private IVF, and so now, just in our little circle, it was our estate agent when we bought our house, my boss, um, the woman in Asda, the woman in Asda, and the woman in the bathroom shop, so in the last couple of weeks, we're like, it's surprising how many people, it's more common than you think, it needs it? to be talked about a lot more, I think, a bit like mental health, mental health is now like the buzzword at the minute, isn't it, but... Maybe maybe IVF and infertility or, I don't know, just fertility in general needs just to be discussed. the one in eight, yeah, the one in eight, definitely. Um, a question that I get asked a lot, Chrissy, which I probably wanted to mention on today's podcast, was a lot of people say, well, why are you going privately? Why can't you Why can't you go on the NHS? Um, and I, again, I think it's one of those things that isn't, um, you know, widely publicised. And it was interesting because I went on the NHS website just to see what the NHS said about same-sex couples. Um, and it was all to do with fostering and surrogacy and things like that. Um, but for those of you that don't know, if you are a same-sex couple, females here, um, you have to have six failed privately paid cycles before you're entitled to anything on the NHS. And that'll be back of the queue, won't it? And oh, then, massively so, yeah. yeah. Compared to if you're a straight couple, you just need to have tried for two years with no success. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so... It's so wrong, isn't it? It doesn't sit right, does it? You're kind of being punished for your sexuality. And uh, I'm not wanting to bang the LGBT drum at all. You know, I'm totally not about that. But at the same time, I'm all about equality. And for kind of, for us being being made to pay for six potentially cycles before then being eligible for something on the NHS, that's just, yeah, hard, that, isn't it? And I think you don't realise until you see other people's reaction to that because they're like... They'll ask and then you say, oh, no, we're not entitled to anything. And it's just like that. It's strange how much we must just put up with. Like, oh, we're not actually eligible. It's not something that you question, is it? You just think, oh, well, that's the... Uh And you see their face and you're like, yeah, actually, that's a bit shit. Because I suppose a lot of people who aren't, I suppose, au fait with like the LGBT community think it's think it's a choice. I think there's still that element of people that think it's a choice. But this isn't a choice. Why would you choose to go through this? Do you know what I'm... Yeah, just, yeah, no, oh. I, I totally get it. And I can tell you're on your soap, you're getting annoyed. She gets, like, red cheeks when she's annoyed. <laughs> oh, um, no, but, yeah, I think totally it is. And even, you know, the way that we're doing it, like, the egg share and, like, using your egg, we would pretend, we, like, even if we had to pay for that bit, because that bit's a luxury, isn't it? That like, bit's, choosing yeah, to... that's, a, that's a choice, isn't yeah, it? Choosing which way you do it. But, yeah, it's, like, thinking of... Because we've even said, haven't we, like, we probably won't be able to afford like a wedding because it's like one or the other for us isn't it 100 percent, yeah so and i think is that top getting tight around your neck there <laughs> talking about commitment and, and another question that and i can only kind of speak through personal experience here is another question that we get asked a lot is like why haven't you just bought some sperm off the internet and shoved it up but again that's because it's not the way that we're choosing to do things with the like whole reciprocal um like the reciprocal yeah it wouldn't IVF. be your egg would it um but also it's to do with the parental rights. And again, I think it's one of those things that's not widely publicised. Um, so if you were to buy sperm online and transfer that kind of in the comfort of your own home, if you like, obviously the partner that's not receiving that sperm, the bystander, if, should we call them the bystander? Like the other mother. <laughs> the person holding the handbags. The person holding the handbags wouldn't have any legal rights, would they? There wouldn't be no. classes as a parent on the birth certificate, which I think is really important to note, unless you were in a civil partnership. Whereas 
if you were to go through a clinic, then that's obviously all above board and things like that. And Like, even... So, the embryo in the freezer now that sat there waiting to be defrosted is yours, like, you are. Like, so, the other thing that we hadn't realised is the woman who gives birth, even though the egg is biologically nothing to do with me, I'm automatically the mother because I've carried it. But we pay £80 every cycle, don't we, to have that so automatically the sperm donor signed over that sperm yeah. to say actually I'm not the parent like so you're automatically the parent of that embryo even though it's sat in a so even before it's taken out whereas if we did it at home what if the dad came forward and was like actually that kid I want to be part of that kid's life and or like you would have to adopt it or I would have to adopt it after it's born to make me the legal parent and it's there's a lot of red tape and a lot of risk yeah and there's a lot of things that people don't know so again like the NHS six cycles same-sex couples the whole parental rights the health stuff like we had such detailed health information about our donor didn't we like things like and I know you don't have that when you're in a straight couple you don't have that information but you know we were able things like um risks of Parkinson's and you know those things that hereditary diseases and we don't don't really sit down if you're in a straight relationship and say can I just check like did your granda like (laughs) I have depends what dating website you're (laughs) true that if match.com I bet they were going to oh definitely the pay for ones def defo tinder you just sign yourself up for STIs and stuff, aren't and you? And can you write your name? <laughs> <laughs> harsh. What? That's quite harsh. Apologies to anyone that's on Tinder. Um, it's a, I've always found it a lovely, lovely date now. <laughs> but yeah, I, just, I, I thought it was important to cover some of the questions that have been asked of us. Yeah. In, particularly in recent weeks. Because um, I suppose as you go further into this and things don't work and people are thinking, well, why isn't it? And people often ask us, would you, would you never go the other way around? Yeah, that, that causes, that hurts me a little bit when people say that. In what way? Like, why can't you just swap as if it's that easy? And actually, you know, we spent, you know, we did that typical, like, lesbian thing of, like, probably, you do, it is hard, isn't it? Because you, when you first meet someone, it's finding that balance between coming across as a psychopath and checking that they want the same things as you. Because do you, would you get invested with someone who was like, oh, I never want to get married or I never want kids? So we ha- I very think you asked early... me that on, like, the second date. Do you want kids? Do you want to get married? Do you want to buy a house together? <laughs> well, no, it's checking you're both on the same page. Like, if I think one of the things you said to me was, have you ever thought about leaving the North East? Because that's close, you obviously for you, it's being close to the people who you love. That would never be. So it's 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 making sure you've both got the same life goals. But the way that we want to do it, like I want a carry, I want to be a man. That's important to me. But also, like, do you not think of swapping? And it is a really innocent comment. But that makes me feel like there's a deficit in me. And actually, it's just being unlucky. Like I'm not. You know more than anyone, like, I'm doing the whole, like, everything there is to... You couldn't possibly do any more. Yeah, so it's kind of like, why don't you just swap as if it's that easy? But the thing for me is I want to carry, and we had this conversation, isn't it? Like, we've got a luxury to be able to say, you don't want to carry, so it works out quite well. And we've asked a lot of straight couples, haven't we? Like, if you could choose, because obviously, man, woman, it's automatic. If you could choose who would carry, would that be the person that... You know, so would the woman, and sometimes they'll say no, yeah, like, well, it's I interesting, suppose, isn't it? I think everyone that we've asked, straight-wise, has ever always ever been the the woman that wants to carry. 
Yeah, no, but if they had the choice, so some of them, like, oh, the the bloke's got a much lower pain threshold. Every bloke's got a lower pain threshold. True, true. But it's an interesting conversation, so if you're listening to this as a straight couple, have that conversation. If you could have chosen, would you have done it, or would you be planning to do it the way that you do it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's a good place to wrap it up, really. I know, true, yeah. So in terms of... What does the not what does the future look like? Because that sounds lame. But what what do the next few weeks have in store for us? Do you want to just tell them kind of what's in the pipeline? Yeah. So lots more. Um, I'm gonna go into mini menopause, which is just a Woo-hoo! treat for you. Um, and then so that'll mean that my natural cycles will stop completely, which it, it let lends itself to um kind of uptake the hormones the artificial hormones having free reign of like it's like a blank canvas isn't it Non nothing of my natural cycles are going to interfere so then i'll go down for a scan and they'll say yes you're in down regulation you're not going to do anything you know your body's not going to take any initiative and release any eggs or anything um and then we'll start the artificial hormones and then we'll have a transfer where are we thinking? Early, early July ish. Probably fall right on my birthday just for like a little present. No alcohol on your birthday. Yeah, but. Hey, if it works, you'll be grateful. Yeah, but yeah, I will be. So, absolutely. Please, please, please keep your fingers crossed. Cycle four, come on. We like. Four's got to be the lucky yeah, number. Yeah, it's been really. Like, it's been hilarious. We've got loads of good content, but we're really, really ready now for it to work. And I think you can tell by the tone of this. <laughs> podcast it has probably hasn't been it's been quite like scientific not scientific but quite detailed and i wouldn't say structure but there's there's been a purpose to it hasn't it and yeah, yeah kind true. of it's been quite insightful i hope yeah we want to help other people so that it's not just one big shit show of what's happening to us if, if some good <laughs> comes of it um and the messages that we get and things um are really really well grateful for those because at least some good can come out of well, the shit show. at least someone's li- listening. It's not a caravan, but it's a great comment. There's the title right there. It ain't a caravan. But it's the next best, best thing. <laughs> what would I pay? I've paid a lot of money just to put on a fuck ton of weight and then lose it again, put it on. Yeah, so I suppose we'll wrap it up there before you before you cry about fat with a pH anymore. Um, but yeah, Ooh. please keep your... Me <laughs> and big man are going... Please keep your fingers crossed. Um, Cycle four needs to be the one. Cycle four.